Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell, and it's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, their website driven, the number two, savelives.org, basketball, and some football. We'll talk a little Notre Dame football in the next hour. Right now, though, busy night. Everybody understands that. It's that time of year. we got a lot going on, and the man who can handle it better than anybody else. He's the Secretary of Scores, the Minister of Information at Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, what's going on? Great to be with you and Elijah on this sports-packed Friday night. A whole lot to get to, including many holiday tournaments across the state of Indiana in high school basketball. As well, a whole bunch of college hoops. These are all finals. We'll go over this to begin the show. Indiana puts up a century mark for the first time this year. Defeating Kennesaw State 100-87, although Kennesaw led the Hoosiers at Assembly Hall, Indiana puts away their 10th win. Number one, Purdue also held court against Eastern Kentucky 80-53. The number one Boilers are 12-1. Cincinnati got the best of Evansville 76-58. That's even though the Purple Aces led that game at halftime in Cincy. Purdue-Fort Wayne is 12-2. They hammer Northern Kentucky 73-60. Elon defeats Valparaiso 87-78. And IUPUI gets a win at the Coliseum over Detroit Mercy 67 to 55. As you alluded to, ND football, Notre Dame rocks number 19 Oregon State in the Sun Bowl 40 to 8 the final. The Irish will cap off the year at 10 and 3. That and more on the way tonight on IST. Welcome back everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. So glad you could join us tonight. Hope your Christmases went well around the state hope everyone is healthy excited about the upcoming new year and um i think uh you know it's uh, it's perfect perfect weather perfect time for basketball it really is and so with all the tournaments going on we have some games to talk about throughout tonight we'll talk about iu and purdue um big wins as you expect them to be these types of games going into big 10 play coming up very very soon so lots and lots of basketball we started with the man who understands it better than anybody and is the best at what he does from the isc sports network my broadcast partner today for the iupui detroit game greg rakestraw hello greg rakestraw long time no see i know coach how you doing I'm great now that I get a chance to spend more time with that, spend more time with you than I do my wife. So, uh, you know, it's uh, I'm not objecting. I'm just saying that as as a matter of fact. And so you left uh, the IEPUI Detroit game and went ahead and uh, called another game tonight. Paul Tobin had the uh, consolation and championship game in the Girls Hall of Fame Classic in Newcastle. Congratulations to Columbia City. They are the Hall of Fame Classic champions this year. They beat Jennings County a fantastic game, 56-47. to Bob, that nine-point lead was the largest margin in the entire game, and it happened on a uh, kind of put-away layup by Addie Baxter, who was named the tournament MVP. She had 17 in the championship game. She had 31 in the morning win over Indian Mm. Creek. 
And in the third place game that preceded that one, Lake Central, after being beaten by 38 by Jennings County, went to overtime to beat Indian Creek 51-45. to It was a very well-put-together field, four very good teams. Indian Creek, one of the favorites in 3A. And it is certainly possible that the game we saw tonight between Columbia City and Jennings County, it is possible that could be replicated at the end of February in terms of the 4A state championship mm-hmm. game. Columbia City had a great had a great day. I mean, they they literally, Greg, they were on fire and and played exceptionally well today. Well, the three times that they have have kind of left Northeast Indiana to come down and play some showcase games, man, they have looked the part. They kind of put the state on notice when they beat then number one Hamilton Southeastern eighty to sixty one. That was at the uh, Galitko and Daily Sneakers for Santa event in Brownsburg. I remember the twenty fifth. Uh, this morning got out to a 10-2 lead and just kind of kept Indian Creek at bay the rest of the way and winning that one 75-69. Jennings County had lost just once all year and hadn't lost since November the 4th uh, and winning that one in the fashion in which they did. And, Bob, it's a Columbia City that's undersized, but they play so together. They play so intelligently. Mm-hmm. They do not play a, a player taller than five foot ten. Uh, it is pretty much a, a four-guard, if not five-guard offense. Addie Baxter kind of leads the way for him. She averages 18 points a game. Bob, she scored her 1,000th career point at Columbia wow. City in tonight's championship game. But I think she is a no-doubt Indiana All-Star and uh, it's just it's just a really solid basketball team, but a very fun team to watch if you're a neutral fan. Well, you know, it's uh, if you like basketball, you love to see somebody who has the passion that she does and has the skill. And um, man, what a uh, what a great game! Who else? Uh, you said you had both. Did you have both games tonight? Both games tonight. So in the earlier contest, Vanessa Wimberly led the way for Lake Central. Right. She had 17 points. And, again, it was it was really impressive to see the way the Lake Central bounced back because they just had a, a wretched showing in the second game of the day. And so they have the toughest turnaround. You know, when you're playing a Newcastle or any four-team tournament, if you're in game two and lose, and you've got to turn around quickly yeah. and play that consolation game, it's easy to kind of mentally be in the bag and, and, and not come back and give much of an effort. But they led by 16 at halftime. Now, to Indian mm. Creek's credit, they got that down mm-hmm. to a three-point game by the start of the fourth quarter. Lake Central is a team that really kind of reminds me of, say, Fishers on the girls' side a couple of years ago. Lake right. Central won right. this game without having a player averaging double digits on a per-game base on the season. They're just really balanced. They're really experienced. They're very tenacious defensively. But, again, the fact that Lake Central is able to kind of stage a comeback from a, a bad showing in the afternoon to at least get a win before making that long drive back to the northwest corner of the state, that was impressive from Coach Huppenthal's team to see. All right. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. You got this. So you got time to do another segment with me, talk a, talk a little basketball, talk some college basketball. Is that all right? 
you you know that I drive fast. I am not going to make it back to Newcastle to Indianapolis in this next segment, so we're good. <laughs> Greg Ragstraw will be right back with us when we come back after this short break on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Ragstraw rejoins us from the ISC Sports Network. He had to call the girls' uh, Hall of Fame Classic this afternoon. Columbia City with a win over Lake Central. What a big, big win. All right, earlier today, you know, just this is how you have breakfast. You and I did the IUPUI-Detroit-Mercy game, IUPUI 67-55 winners in that. Two teams have been struggling to score all year long, but uh, the Jaguars had a nice, solid day, shot the ball awfully, awfully well all day long and uh, come away with a very impressive win. And, Bob, when you and I got the news that IUPUI stopped player and Jalen Counter was not going to play today, I did not have a good feeling about this one. And as per usual, I could not have been more wrong because IUPUI <laughs> played one of their best games of the season. They led this game by 18 at halftime. Uh, and, and much as the game that I had tonight, the largest margin was at the end. Tonight for this afternoon's game, the closest margin in the second half was at the end. Jaguars led by 25 at one point in time this year. That was their largest lead in any mm-hmm. game this season. Uh, the, the big news for IUPUI was that Vince Brady, who you and I know well from his days at Cathedral High right. School, man, he has just struggled to shoot the basketball. He had 17 points. It was a season high. He had 15 points in the first half. His first two threes went down, and that seemingly lifted everybody around him. I also thought that Bryce Monroe was really good. And, you know, Bryce was a guy that was a transfer in last year from San Diego, got hurt early in the season. We never really saw him much last year. Frankly, his best games this year have seemingly been away from home. Well, he was tremendous today. He had 13 points, but where I thought he was great was how he handled the basketball. This IUPUI team had eight turnovers, and two of those were kind of in garbage time when when the guys on the end of the bench were in the game. So was the level of competition great? No, it wasn't. Detroit Mercy is really struggling. The 0-14 start for them matches their worst start in program history, dating back you know some 35 years at this point. But for IUPUI, you are not exactly in the win-judging business especially against anybody that is a conference foe. So IUPUI now 5-9, and nine, but most importantly, 1-2 and two in Horizon League play. All right, so you're, you're working again tomorrow with somebody I know and love. Um, we've got another game tomorrow, IUPUI taking on Cleveland State at the Farmers Coliseum uh, tomorrow. Well, that is Sunday, so don't show oh, up Sunday. tomorrow. Oh, no, you Take know what? You're, I, listen, this whole week has screwed me up. I don't even I, – I, I thought today was Saturday. So you and I have that on Sunday. So what games are you doing tomorrow? So tomorrow I've got the Hall of Fame Classic. I'm going right back to Newcastle. Oh, so yeah, I've, got, yeah. I've got Kokomo and Attics. I've got Brownstown Central and Brownsburg. i got four games. i got four teams. I get to spend my birthday in Newcastle, Indiana, which I think has been the case <laughs> for a third consecutive year. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. They should at, at least have a party for you while you're there. Greg Rakestraw, the ISC Sports Network today. He has Columbia City beating Jennings County in the girls' finals. He'll have the boys' finals in the Hall of Fame Classic tomorrow. Greg, great job today. Always fun hanging out with you. Thanks for the call. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Thanks, Coach. 
John Herrick from the IU Sports Network. You know what, John? Here's what we'll do. Hang on. We're going to go to a scoreboard update, and we'll come back and do that with him, okay? So we'll come back, talk about IU's 100-87 win over Kennesaw State. Uh, great day for them. They get ready now to move back into the Big Ten. Good, solid win down in Assembly Hall this afternoon. Lots of fun, lots of activity. We'll talk about that. Also, later on tonight, we'll talk a little Notre Dame football. They get a big bowl win today. Uh, in the Sun Bowl, and um, also more high school basketball. We'll talk about that on the boys' and girls' side throughout the night. So hope Christmas went well for all of you, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight, tomorrow night, as soon as I can remember what day is what. That's all coming up. Scoreboard update with Brendan King on Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. High school basketball scores to get to, and here they are. First from the Fishers Tournament, it was Chesterton over South Bend Riley to begin the day, 66-57. Then Fishers topped Portage, 62-45. Jeffersonville rocked Evansville Bossy, 70-56. And then Bloomington North got past Lawrence Central, 63-55. South Bend Riley rebounded. They beat Portage later in the day 54 47 but in the first place game of the fishers tournament guess who wins on their home floor fishers they demolished chesterton 74 to 42 now looking at the laporte tournament seventh place game hammond morton 65 mark cat catholic 56 the fifth place game had fort wayne lures blowing out lowell 83 38 Overtime was required in the third-place game, Logansport 62, Hanover Central 59, and in the first-place game, a good one between Northridge and LaPorte. Northridge comes out with the 66-60W. We mentioned it off the top. Number 16, Notre Dame wins the Sun Bowl. 40-8, they crush number 19, Oregon State. How about the day for Steve Angeli? He was the backup quarterback all year for Notre Dame. Of course, the Irish are bringing in Duke transfer Riley Leonard. He's the presumed starter next year. C.J. Carr is going to be the backup next year. He's one of the most prized quarterback recruits that Notre Dame has ever had. But this guy, Steve Angeli... Threw for 232 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. That gets the job done every single day of the week. Jadarian Price, 106 yards on the ground for a touchdown. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back. John Herrick is with us from the Indiana University Sports Network. IU 187 winners over Kennesaw State. John, thanks for holding. Very impressive win for the Hoosiers today. Kennesaw State got out and played hard, but uh, Hoosiers responded and played well this evening. Yeah, Bob. I mean, that's kind of been the hallmark of the way this non-conference schedule has gone for Indiana. I mean, they played some very some, some good competition. I mean, people don't – you can't laugh at Kennesaw State. I mean, this is a team that went 26-9 and last year, Atlantic mm-hmm. Sun champions, and they made the NCAA tournament and pushed Xavier to the brink. I mean, they were a 14 seed, and Xavier was a 3 seed, and Xavier almost lost to them, and they, you know, but they won by 5. So, Kennesaw State has a lot of their players back, and this team came into tonight – averaging about 85 points a game, and they take about 33 pointers on average. So they shot the ball really well like they normally do. But what was really nice to see if you're Indiana, Bob, is how well the Hoosiers played offensively because the offense, as you know, has not always been there. And 
right? It was definitely a concern when you get into Assembly Hall tonight and you hear Xavier Johnson still isn't ready to play uh, with his foot injury. And then Khalil Ware, Indiana's leading scorer, is out. He has an illness, so he can't play. Obviously, you're not going to try to force him to play in this game when you right. got a Big Ten right. game coming up against Nebraska on Wednesday. So he stays out, and now you're so you don't have two of your key players. But whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. So many guys stepped up tonight, Bob. Six Indiana players in double figures. Malik Renew had the game of his life. He had an amazing game against North Alabama, and then he uh, built yeah. on it, and he had a double-double tonight. 34 points, 11 rebounds. As my colleague Don Fisher says a lot, Malik Renew's just got unbelievable touch around the rim. He knows when to shoot the ball softly, when he needs to put up, when he needs to put more spin on it, when he needs to use the glass. He knows exactly what he needs to do around the rim, and he was fantastic tonight. And with no Khalil Ware playing, a lot of double teams were thrown at him, and he was still able to do some really special things on the floor. No, I think Renew has just elevated his game from the first time the uh, first game they played. He's he's impressive. He's a tough matchup for anybody, and it's going to be interesting. So, what is the status going forward of Khalil Ware and obviously Xavier Johnson, which is big coming into the resumption of Big Ten play on Wednesday against Nebraska? Yeah, I, I think they were a little bit hopeful that that Xavier Johnson might play but I think they just wanted to be cautious and hold him out for another game because you're going to need him for the grind that is the Big Ten season. Right. Uh, but he looked, he looked better tonight. He looked, I mean, he, he looked like he was walking around on that foot more. He was in good spirits. And then, you know, Khalil Ware, I guess, according to what Mike Woodson said in his post-game press conference, just basically he came back and he was practicing in these couple of days leading up to this game. And he wasn't feeling well. And Mike was like, all right, well, mm. a lot of teams right now are dealing with illnesses. Oh, yeah. As our sick- yeah. sicknesses are moving out through all the all sorts of households in America right now, including my own. So I understand, the, I understand that people are sick right now. And I think Mike Woodson just said, you know what? I don't want to mess with that. I, I mean, if he, if he needs to get better, he needs to get better. Sure. And there's still plenty of time for him to be ready for this game. Uh, on Wednesday, should he not play against Nebraska, well, then you should feel pretty good about the fact that, um, you know, this team was able to step up and beat a really solid mid-major team without him. Uh, so it's it's their status is definitely up in the air uh, for Wednesday's game, but I, I wouldn't call uh, their ailments like season-ending or anything like that. These guys got a lot right. of basketball left to play this year. All right, Nebraska on Wednesday. We get back into it. Uh, it's about time. I think we've all been kind of waiting to get back into Big Ten action uh, and get back and, and open it up, reopen it, if you will, with uh, Nebraska on Wednesday. Yeah, and Nebraska is, is definitely a team that's improved off of last year's uh, squad that finished near the bottom of the Big Ten. They've done an excellent job. They're scoring more. And at halftime tonight, and I think they're on their way to winning this game now, but uh, at the half against South Carolina State, they led 52-11. They only allowed 11 points and a half. So that should tell you right away how good uh, you know Nebraska is. 
and and really how much better they are. And they've been in a in a in a conference right now that's been very up and down. Michigan has been very spotty. Michigan State has had their issues. Um, you know, Purdue's been, Purdue's number one, but they've also been knocked off. Same with Northwestern. Nebraska has been a pretty consistent foe for people. They've not been an easy team to get past. So um, I think them and Ohio State have both had great starts to the Big Ten year and and with non-conference games, too. And those, ironically enough, are the first two Big Ten teams that Indiana has to face in the new calendar year. What Indiana has going for it, though, they're 2-0 in the Big Ten already, and they didn't suffer a bad non-conference loss that would have hurt their tournament resume. So they got through the non-conference with a clean slate, and, you know, they're, they're in good position with just two losses as they get ready to start this important stretch in January. Well, this week clearly is a big week. I mean, obviously Wednesday at Nebraska, uh, and then you've got Ohio State at your place on Saturday. And so, you know what? As you point out, those are two, as you would expect, Big Ten play. Uh, you have great opponents. Uh, and it will be interesting to get a gauge on how the uh, progress of the Hoosiers looks when they play these two very difficult opponents this week. Yeah, and, and one thing you better be able to do in the Big Ten, Bob, as you know, is, is play defense. Um, that's, yeah. part, that's, one thing that, that, that's one thing that obviously Mike Woodson was not very happy about tonight. He, he mentioned that in, our, in his post-game interview with Don Fisher that, hey, I like scoring 100 points, sure don't like giving up 87. So uh, he knows how important that the – and again – like I said before, you're going to be playing against a Nebraska team that just held South Carolina State to only 11 at the half. Now, I know South Carolina State came in tonight 4-10, and 10, and they're not very right. good. But to hold another team to 11 points in one half, uh, that just doesn't happen very often in college basketball. So that should show you. And, again, they're doing this at Nebraska. Right. So they're going to come right. into Wednesday night playing a home game with a lot of confidence. So Wednesday will be a challenge. John Herrick from the IU Sports Network. Hoosiers beat Kennesaw State 187. Thanks for doing this, John. Have a great new year. All right. You too, Bob. Thank you. Thank you. Scoreboard update coming up at the top of the hour. This is the legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.